Hello, Hello and welcome. You are about to enter the Large K Podcast. What's going on, everybody? My name is Kazu, and this is Large K Podcast. For this week's episode, I interviewed Zach of Talk Tired Thanatoid, a great band from Mission Viejo. If you enjoyed this episode of Large K Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe at Take Break Kazu channel. Also, follow me on Instagram for some random giveaways. All right, let's do this. It's a little short introduction, but here we go. This is Large K with Talk Tired Thanatoid. I miss my dog. Him and me, we got along. Sitting on the train tracks, please don't let yourself fly down. of Large K Podcast, and today is uh, an interview with Zach of Talk Tired Thanatoid. <laughs> Thanatoid. Thanatoid. I got it right this time, you know. This is um, no mistake, right? This is the first take. It's perfect. This is first take. The very first take. Damn good, yeah. So <laughs> you're, I'm, I was trying to like kind of understand the band a bit. I mean like we're currently in Santa Monica right now, but Mission Viejo, is that where everybody's from? Mm-hmm. I'd say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arden is my band member. Um, he plays drums and then also played bass for a little bit and now he's playing drums again. He lived in Laguna Hills, which is right next to Mission Viejo. Now he lives in Orange. And then our old band member lived in Fullerton. Okay. So like kind of Orange County area. Okay. Was it, is this, was this a ri- like initially like your solo project at first or like, uh, or you said uh, it was a two-piece, right? Like mm-hmm. in the beginning? Like, yeah, it started when I was 18 and I recorded a it started when I recorded like a tiny like four track like concept EP as a joke. Yeah. That was all about donuts. It's like and they were like just like cute, badly written songs about donuts. Mm-hmm. I recorded them like in this like underground practice room by the dorm of my school. And then after that I started writing like more like Mahtawaki guitar songs mm-hmm. with Garden and stuff. And oh, okay. That's how it like became a band band. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. But wait, so you, you recorded a demo like while you were up in the Bay Area then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then like I think that winter break I came down and like we like recorded like a short EP thing together. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. I didn't yeah, I, I was actually like listening through to the uh the internet album that you mm-hmm. released, the, the most recent one, and 
it is, it is pretty like mathy, but almost sort of like pop punky. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't say he wanted to make it sound like Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you happen to have like a guitarist that you look up to, or like, um, or you sort of like wanted to kind of copy off of? Or... Oh jeez, I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> that's a very hard question. I mean, I really like. I saw Hollow Ram last night. <laughs> I really like. Um, they're playing in terms of like math hockey yeah, and stuff yeah. and that's like very different yeah they're they're insane <laughs> yeah they're really really good though i interviewed them too really yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. a while ago both like taylor and trevor yeah both taylor and trevor <laughs> fun guys very fun guys <laughs> yeah it's always fun like watching them and like it's almost it's it's kind of weird because of like how mathy it is but at the same time it's like it, it seems like they make no mistakes. Like, oh, no, they, the they just don't make mistakes at all. Yeah. It's, it's very intense. <laughs> yeah, even if they do make any mistakes, I feel like we don't really notice them at the end of the day. Like, yeah. And, like, I feel like, I don't know, especially, like, watching them play live, it's, like, I love... It's, like, definitely saw, like, Trevor, like, take off his shirt, and he has, like, this, like, giant jug of water, like, next to him, and he's, like, covered in sweat, and, like, kind of feels like he's, like, doing, like, an intense, like, workout. Yeah. Which is really exciting to like. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a yeah because I I definitely noticed like the mathiness after listening to Internet Connection and like that's a, that's a really strange album name by the way like. Um, <laughs> what what did you name it that? Um, I don't know. It was like a lyric in one of the songs on the album. About, and then. Um, you know, I thought it was I thought it was like a cute like play on words in terms of like oh yeah making a connection like through the internet mm-hmm. but then like also like I don't know like actual internet connection like Wi Fi yeah 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 so silly yeah and it like fit well and there's like I feel like a lot of like it was like hard to like find like a strand that kind of united all the songs because I wrote them over like three years mm-hmm. but then there's like another song about wanting to be like a famous animal on the internet. So I thought that, yeah, that was enough of that. I remember that one too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you said you since you mentioned it was sort of like Green Day ish, like it, it did it did have somewhat of a feel. But like if you kind of compare it to like your previous works, like mm-hmm. did do you feel like you guys did something like more different this time or like? Yeah. Um, let's see, I mean, I stopped using open tunings <laughs> and started writing like much more like just straightforward like pop standard tunings tunes yeah yeah and like so things got like a lot more simple but then also like i feel like it's like we had like way more like variety in terms of like some of the songs would be like really really like math rocky and like hard-hitting and like kind of intense and some of them would just be like really standard like mellow yeah like four four like pop songs <laughs> and stuff and those are like kind of like more fun to write yeah plus it's like i don't know if if people catches on to it then it could turn into like a sing-along or something or like mm-hmm. you know just something that people could like really really like bump their heads <laughs> to or something you know? i hope so yeah, yeah yeah no i think like um because i do enjoy the mathy element but also like i feel like making a balance of the complexity and simplifying the music is probably the most difficult part you know yeah yeah that's like that's like definitely hard i guess like people like say like math pop sometimes math it's like a good in between yeah but yeah i don't know i feel like assigning like genres to things is so difficult especially when it's like I don't know, it's hard to like fit in like all the songs on there into like one mm-hmm. distinctive thing. Yeah. It's like pretty scattered. Oh, definitely. Did you um were you playing in any bands before this project at all or 
Yeah. Um, when I was, I started playing music when I was in high school. I think like when I was like 16, like me and my friend Adam started a band called Cactus Eyes and Lush Greenery, which was just like another like mouthful kind of obnoxious band name. It's very e- kind of emo-ish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like kind of like, that, was, that band was like actually very like, just like weirdo, like pop music in terms of like, it's like we kind of, we both played guitar, neither of us played drums, mm-hmm. but we both wanted to be in a band, but we didn't know any drummers. So we kind of just like both like tried learning how to play the drums. And we kind of like, like whenever we played a show, we'd kind of do like, just every two songs we'd switch between like one of us would be playing guitar and like playing a song that like they wrote and the other one would be playing drums very badly and then we'd like kind of like just switch and almost turn into like a completely different band. Oh wow. We ended up like four times like through the set which was like very really? strange wow. strange setup but that was really fun. Um, usually Adam's songs were like very like math rocky and like punk and like abrasive and noisy and loud and mine were very like mellow and oh, like yeah. <laughs> um, it was very like yeah, it was a very strange combination yeah. that was really fun I feel like going through that 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 level and like in a band you become a more versatile musician right I mean you pretty much play around with all the instruments so yeah definitely like learning other yeah. instruments is fun and like helps a lot now I'm like trying to like learn how to play drums again okay. so I'm playing with a band called Linen and okay. that's really nice because it's like really like that's like really simple like poppy like Bell and Sebastian kind of stuff. Balance Sebastian sick. Yeah. It, what was your first instrument? Um, it was guitar. Unless you can like learning recorder in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like maybe I should return to. Yeah. How did you how did you get into it? Like did somebody buy you a guitar or like you just found um, one in a Craigslist? <laughs> um I think like my parents gave me one from Costco for like Christmas. Costco? <laughs> when I was like in like sixth grade. Okay. Um, I still have it, actually. I just saw it this weekend. It was like I probably should throw this in the trash, but it's like <laughs> kind of like it's like impossible to <laughs> sell to anyone, um, and it doesn't have any strings on it. Um, um, but yeah, and I started playing in like the started learning by playing like the middle school like jazz band and stuff, and then like okay. the high school jazz band. That's actually where I met like my bandmate that I play with now, Arden. Arden. She was like a jazz drummer. Oh, okay, that's really, that's really interesting. So so that guitar is like no more now than huh? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it still exists, like, but it definitely has not been played in many years. Okay, it's a Behringer, like one of those like it's like one of those weird like starter kit guitars where it's like yeah, they just give you like the tiny amp, it sounds <laughs> like a shoebox, and like the <laughs> guitar that goes out of tune every like twenty seconds. And uh, so. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a. I know what you're talking about. It's like the electric guitar that's in like a cardboard box, and like yeah. on the side you see like a kid like playing it. <laughs> he, like, he looks really happy. And, like, exactly, I was definitely the happy kid. Okay, like I love that guitar. But the guitar didn't necessarily actualize the happiness. No. Okay. No, not quite. Okay. <laughs> he must have felt quite a bit of disappointment after that. A little bit. Yeah, I was definitely looking at the kid and just like <laughs> picturing myself like rocking that spiky hair and like sunglasses and I don't know, playing some parkboards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's from Costco, so like you know, <laughs> shout out to Costco for at least like giving you the opportunity, right? Yeah, Costco know. also has like really awesome like giant containers of sober hummus mm-hmm. that are like almost as good as the guitars <laughs> that they sell. <laughs> I like eat like one of those a week. <laughs> yeah, 
also chicken bake and like hot dogs and yeah. True, true, true. Except you're not a meat eater anymore, so no. Yeah. You have, have to find a different. <laughs> you have to find a different alternative at this point. Yeah, yeah. But you said you. It's interesting. I didn't even know that you played in like a jazz band. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we used to. Me and Arden actually used to play like. I'd find like ads on Craigslist to like play like small like just like people's like parties or like weird event receptions and stuff like that okay and like it was like him and then the person that I played in the band with that I was in the band in high school with yeah and like a trumpet player or something would like okay just get together and like learn a bunch of jazz standards and then it'd be like a really like easy way to make like money over the summers and stuff hmm. that's fun I actually did that a lot yeah what was the what did you think was like the most valuable thing you took from like those classes or um I don't know I mean definitely just meeting people that were much better at playing music than I was <laughs> so I could like play music with them later on yeah and stuff because I mean I, I would assume it's like more of like actually like reading the sheet music and like getting into it right because I mean I feel like a lot of guitar players now are, have like the more DIY aspect of learning like when it comes to I guess same with me too you look at tabs but that's, yeah. that's not like you wouldn't consider that classically trained or anything like that you know so yeah, yeah. that's definitely like that's definitely like a good learning experience and me a lot better my instrument and stuff yeah that's fun even like Arden and I were like feeling like nostalgic but like when we used to play like jazz in high school and stuff like yeah at the show we played last night so we took like one of those simple like donut pop songs mm-hmm. that I when I was like 18 and like tried to like <laughs> do like a weird like bossa nova feel for like the second verse and stuff like that and like a yeah. certain thing in the middle and it was just like very confusing and strange but also it was like really fun yeah <laughs> yeah so can you sight read um i can read chords and stuff easily but i can't like actually read like notes on the stuff which okay. my music teacher hated me for oh <laughs> so and i probably won't ever learn how to yeah but you're still part of the band and like somehow you made somehow you made it through so yeah i just like just comped and like if I had to learn like an actual part, I just like learn it by ear. Okay. And stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was at, I should have actually asked this question like early on, but like the band name, like how, how did that come up? That's a. Um, that's a that's a pretty um, interesting name. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, it was uh, like. It started. It was like a line from a, really, like terribly written poem I wrote when I was like 16 mm-hmm. um actually like took like a it's like it's like this is like why I hate the band name I just like think it's such a silly premise but it's like I wrote a poem about I, I took I took like a creative writing class over mm-hmm. summer yeah and I had an assignment where I had to go to like the hammer like rec museum and like kind of near UCLA and like write a piece about like one of the paintings there and I had, like, no idea what to write about because I was, like, a high schooler. And so I found, like, this one, like, old, like, French portrait of, like, some, like, old lady named, like, Miss, like, Edith Crow. And I thought she looked a lot like Michael Sarah. So I wrote, like, a really long poem about how, like, this, like, lady looked like Michael Sarah. Yeah. Since I was thinking I just watched, like, Juno or Arrested Development or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then somehow I, like, that line was in the poem because I also read a book called... Vineland by Thomas Pynchon and here it's about these like weird like alien like TV watching creatures hmm. called planetoids <laughs> and I don't know oh. it was really it was very bad and like not good 
It's like not like well written. <laughs> yeah. Kind of silly. So I've been trying to get Arden to let me change the band name, but he's pretty like, fixed on it. Yeah, he's pretty set, but like you're pretty much like been done for like years or like, a little bit. Yeah, it's like had it for such a long time now. It's kind of hard to <laughs> shift it at this point. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I actually like asking this question on a podcast quite often, but uh, do you have any um? Wow, I, I worded it like so differently. All right, so <laughs> what, what was what was one of the one of the most memorable like show you've ever been to? Like, and this is like, or I guess like, what's one of the favorite artists you've seen live? Hmm. And this could be a both DIY or venue show. I remember you mentioning Halloran already, but is there anything? Yeah, you know? that's a hard question. Um, or do you go to like a lot of shows or like? Oh yeah, of course. Like, I mean, like just like being in like, yeah, just like. I find a lot of shows I feel like I end up at a lot and then also I just love going to like small like shows and stuff. Um, that's really hard. I mean I feel like I always really love seeing like we have like really close friends in a band called Panoramic that we've like toured with a lot before and stuff. Yeah. And I love this I love seeing them play because I like know all the lyrics to all their songs and can like sing along and stuff and it's yeah, really yeah. fun. Um I've been playing with them for a very long time. I actually plagiarized one of their songs for like a new album. Like I asked them first, I was like, hey, can I like steal this like lyric and like also like the melody that is on the lyric and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, part of something. I said that's okay. <laughs> um, but I like seeing them play. Um, I was love seeing like Holloran play. I feel like I miss like when we first started playing, like there used to be these amazing like lockout shows in like Orange and Fullerton mm-hmm. yeah. that our old drummer like John Modell used to like throw yeah um and those would be like all like experimental and like math rock and like weird like psychedelic bands and I feel like that's like not the thing anymore where it's like everyone's playing like this like kind of like pretty standard like pop music mm. and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. so I kind of miss that a lot since that had like a lot of like really cool energy and people were like just like way more I don't know it's like the music was a little more out there yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, so I feel like a lot of those shows were really fun. Okay. You mentioned Panoramic. Panoramic. Where, where are they from? Um, they're from Fountain Valley. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're close by. They're very close. <laughs> gotcha. They're good pals. We've had a lot of crossover with their band since Arden played drums for them for a little while. And then our drummer, who just moved to Seattle, John, mm-hmm. also was their drummer for a little while. But yeah. then like stopped being the drummer and then we stole we stole him and he was our drummer oh okay so it's like kind of like a nice fluid exchange of me slowly like shimming off their band members uh, stealing band members are a thing then I guess mm-hmm. yeah. I, I collect them <laughs> you have a basement where you freeze them and like you know, oh yeah yeah it's like if you look in that freezer over there you'll just like find my like the next iteration <laughs> of our Lim- lineup limbs and like all that <laughs> finding out all these like crazy secret about talk tired <laughs> that's fucked up yeah the um uh but you, you mentioned you toured you toured a lot with like panoramic in the past but like like how far did you go like when you toured like did yeah you, did you do like west coast like or kind of like all around the yeah country or? um so like that's the band we've done three tours so far first one was really short um we just went like kind of like up to like northern california and then back down again mm-hmm. and stuff and that was like our first one. That yeah. was a panoramic. Um, that was like a few years ago now. And then second one we did was also a panoramic, and we went all the way out to like Arizona and stuff, and like then like came back. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that one was also really fun. Um, even though it's like really hot, it's like yeah. 120 degrees. Uh, it's like if you left your gear in the car, it's like it would melt. Like some people told us. Really? Yeah, it was oh. like you couldn't leave anything there. So that was that was fun. That was <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, we did just me and Arden, um, and our friend Nadia also came along, who's Arden's partner. Um, mm. But we did a tour all the way up to Seattle and back, and that was like two weeks. That was like our, that was our longest one. Okay. But now like we're pretty like burnt out on touring. Since Arden also like right before that last one, he went on like a like I think a month and a half long tour that was like all the way to the east coast and like around like the entire United States with Panoramic okay and then he got back and had like three days of rest and then like went on this one with me and was just totally like exhausted and emotionally like beaten down from just sleeping in a different place every night for so long yeah so he was pretty tired of it and then I also just like get tired of traveling that much I'm sure like so yeah I feel like I feel like when it comes to pros of like touring you get to see so many different places but I mean the the con as well like it takes away so much energy from you too right I mean, it's, yeah yeah and it's like hard also because it's like if you have a job you probably have to like leave that job in order to like be away for that long and stuff and yeah like, just like how much gas is and food is and like i don't know like not having the stability of like the same place to sleep every night can be kind of like grueling yeah yeah uh when it comes to like doing especially like with you like touring and also like focusing on your like music and stuff like is it hard to maintain the balance of like the music life with like the real life like like have you actually had to like leave jobs or like um or are you currently like working right now like and yeah like, it's kind of hard to like balance those out like yeah i mean like i mean luckily for me it's like i was like all the times we'd like organize like tours and stuff like that it'd be like over like break since i was a student okay so Usually, like, the band was only active when, like, I'd come down for, like, winter break or, like, the summer and stuff like that. And so, for the most part, like, we'd be able to, like, I, like, hadn't been working over those parades and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that, like, always, like, worked out very nicely and stuff. Yeah. Or it'd be, like, like, I'd, like, worked out, like, a summer camp for, like, the summer and then, like, it'd be, like, at the end of the summer where, like, I was, like, I'd, like, leave the job and then, like, do the tour thing and then, like, start school again and okay. stuff. So, it, like, didn't, like, interfere that much with my life since I'd, like, had those breaks anyways. But now, like, that I'm, like, out of school and stuff, it's, like, I can't really see myself, like, doing too much of it in the mm. future. Or, like, it have to be, like, really, like, opportune moment. Yeah, yeah, That's true. So, yeah. It's like, a You guys are also under Pacific Nature, right? Like, to label, like... Mm-hmm. Or they, like, released our last, um, cassettes and stuff. Yeah. How, how, how has it been, like, working with them? Yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, like they did a really beautiful job with like the like internet connection, like cassettes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like and like it's really fun since I also like have done a lot of like the cassette designs for like a lot of Alex's other projects and stuff. Yeah. So it's like sometimes if like a band needs like weird collagey art and stuff like that mm-hmm. for like the rest of their cassette that's not the cover, it's like I'll help out with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I also like before that we also like did like a reissue of our first album which was like a few years old at that point mm-hmm. with uh, Pacific Nature and then also another record label called Fishbowl Records yeah which I think is in Missouri I'm actually I'm actually not sure <laughs> Missouri yeah it's kind of nice how there's like this like little like community of like record labels like they're like just like small like yeah people cool. that like put out tapes and stuff like that record label sounds weird yeah but just like that can connect on the internet and like 
coordinate things like that. Since those tapes were beautiful, and we like, I think we made like a hundred. Yeah. We made a lot of those. But yeah, so that's fun. We took those on our two week tour. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So in terms of like you know playing with like talk tired and stuff, like I know like you're mentioning that you planning on moving back to the Bay Area like in August, but like do you think like the project will still continue at this point, or is it like a? Um, I think so. I mean. Yeah, we actually haven't talked about that yet. Um, since usually it's... I mean, the project has kind of always been going, like, in and out of, like, hiatus and stuff since, like, Arden's always lived in SoCal, and, like, I've lived for the most part in yeah. Northern California. But yeah, for, yeah. In some ways, I feel like it's almost a more sustainable way to have a band, since it's, like... Especially since we've been, like, playing for, like, almost four years now, it's, like... If you're playing for four years and, like, actually doing, like, a few shows every month, like, consistently over those four years, it's just, like exhausting and like true for both for you and anyone who's like coming to the shows and stuff because you're just doing the same thing over and over yeah so I think it keeps it like kind of nicer just having long breaks in between and then coming back and it's like more exciting when you're doing it and stuff yeah but plus like also at the same time I feel like you guys don't get tired of each other like no definitely definitely not I mean it's like our last album we actually recorded even in different locations since I just tracked the guitar parts and stuff to like a metronome and then like so then Arden and he'd like track his like bass and drum parts and stuff and mm-hmm. then it's in the back kind of like postal service style oh wow really mm-hmm. so like you guys weren't in the same room then like it was like everything was completely separate for, for most of it it was completely separated there's yeah. like okay. the like kind of like three Matthew songs on the album we like did record together yeah with like I just like plugged into the interface and then like he recorded his drums and then we like reamped the like kind of input thing yeah um so those, those ones we did together, like when I was just back for a few days and stuff. Okay. So. That's pretty cool. It was a, so it was just like recorded by both of you guys, all mixed master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like totally, that's totally just us. Yeah. That was also another like reason I felt like the name, like the internet connection was fun because it was like we literally like kind of like sent the tracks back and forth over the internet mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. What if you had just named the album Postal Service instead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might get like a cease and desist from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not good. <laughs> that that that'd be pretty awesome. What if like like instead of talk tired, you guys decided to change the band name to give up and then like you name your album Postal Service? Just <laughs> <laughs> like switch them around enough. I mean, I've already had like enough trouble since like we had one song called like Taylor Swift and stuff on our first first album yeah and it's like there's some sort of like legal thing where you can't like have like a name of a celebrity in like a song title or something yeah on, like, Spotify there was stuff. something like that right yeah like, so, you can't say Taylor Swift like in any songs or like yeah so it's that made things very confusing yeah how how do they find out about it though at the end of the day like if you it's like won't even let you like put it on like put it on like Spotify we had to like just abbreviate it <laughs> okay <laughs> So if it was like a podcast like this, you know, we say Taylor Swift, like that means that's this. true. Maybe you're gonna get a cease and desist for like <laughs> that's what we're saying right now. <laughs> this is like the only episode of Large K that's gonna get banned because we just mentioned Taylor Swift in there. And if we do put it on, yeah, so we can't even use it in conversation then. That's true. We might have to delete this entire thing. This is, this is a really pointless. Really pointless. <laughs> yeah, so you had to drive up all the way, all the way from. <laughs> To like get here and stuff. <laughs> My God, but yeah, I um, I don't know. Do you guys have like anything to? I mean, I know I know you're leaving, but like, is there anything that you guys want to like accomplish like before like, the end of the year? Like, yeah, I mean, we actually recorded um, like six tracks before our old drummer left and stuff. Yeah. So those are like kind of 
like Arden and John have just been kind of like collectively mixing those and stuff, and I just need to record the vocal parts. Okay. And stuff. So hopefully I'll put that out at some point. Okay. <laughs> um, but other than that, we just have like I think right now we only have like one more show planned. That we're probably gonna try and find like maybe like one more in August and stuff. Oh really? Okay. Hopefully just to, like yeah, before we like kind of take a pretty long break. Okay. But yeah, nothing really. I don't know. I wish we had, wish we had more plans. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. But, yeah. But for right now, I guess, like, little by little, you guys mm-hmm. will, like, plan something else, see what's going to happen from there, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, new music, too, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah so that'll, that'll be fun. Yeah. Excited for that, especially since it's, like, those were all, like, kind of, like, more live-ish recordings and stuff, which we haven't, like, done before. But I think it actually, like, sounds, like, a little bit, has, like, more energy and stuff, even though, they're, like, the recording quality is, like, a little bit, like, lower down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I think that's important though. Even if you create like a lo-fi recording, if there's like a lot of energy in there, then people can really feel that. So mm-hmm. yeah, there you have. <laughs> I think I pretty much asked everything I wanted to ask at this point, and uh, I just want to get into this uh, really exciting segment of this podcast. It's called This This That That, where I'll be mm-hmm. throwing you just like random questions. Okay. And I just answer them. <laughs> you know, it, you, yeah, you have to an- answer them though. Okay. Yeah, it, it's mandatory. Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing uncomfortable, you know, I'm not going to ask for your social security or, you know, <laughs> I mean, if it was mandatory, I, like, might not. Might, might not. Might oh, break the rules of the podcast. Oh, that's totally fine, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll start off with something something simple, like, you know, kind of away from more personal information like that. Like, okay. um, uh, cats or dogs? Um, dogs. Um, specifically, a dog. Um... I don't say corgis, but that sounds like a basic dog choice. <laughs> is corgi considered to be a basic? I think corgis are kind of basic. Okay. Everyone loves corgis. Like, yeah. if I was going to be really cool, I'd say Tibetan Mastiff. What is that? It's like the most expensive dog that breed <laughs> in the universe. They're just like giant bear fluff balls. Wow. They're really cute. Yeah. Corgis are cute, though. <laughs> you know, you know. I didn't know it, it existed, but there's like a corgi beach day. Like where? Yes, I've heard about this. Yeah, I've wanted to go to the one in Long Beach for like a very long time. Yeah, where everybody right. just brings out their corgis and like you just run with them and stuff. Very intense. Yeah, I feel like corgis are kind of silly just because like they have such big face, but then like they're it's the way so that they small, walk. Yeah. It's the way that they walk. I think that does it especially for me. It's like they kind of like waddle a little yeah. bit. And it's like I feel like especially like just watching a corgi's like butt. Yeah, like though it kind of like jiggles from side to side and they just kind of like. Before it's just like really satisfying. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's a very like quirky feature that they have. Yeah, it's a good. But you're not a fan of cats, then, huh? I mean, I love cat. Like, if I was gonna go have a pet, I'd definitely have a cat. Okay. It's like I feel like in like real life, I like prefer cats, but like on the internet, I prefer dogs. Okay. Like in terms of just like pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, or like just. If you're gonna send me like a meme, it's like I'd rather it be a dog meme than a cat meme. Okay. But if you're gonna send me an animal, I'd rather it be a cat than a dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, dogs definitely won points there. Uh, if you could visit anywhere in the world, where would you want to go? Um. Hmm. Let's see. I mean, I want to go back to. I have a lot of family in like Ecuador, and I visited them all. Like. Oh really? Last like in February. Actually, my two friends over there. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I want to go back there and like explore more. Are you Ecuador- Ecuadorian? Um, my mom immigrated from Ecuador. Oh okay. 
and she has a great team. Fun fact, I've been to Ecuador before. Really? Yeah, I have. That's yeah. Like, what parts did you go to? Quito. That's awesome. That's yeah. where like most of my relatives are. Uh. Yeah, I went to Ecuador in high school because we went to Galapagos Islands. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> See, I've always wanted to go to Galapagos Islands, but like, no one in my family's actually ever like been before. Yeah. Actually, no, like, I think my aunt's been. Like, my mom hasn't been. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems really cool. It's cool. I mean, like, you know, you, you just... It's like this like really empty looking island with like <laughs> you just see these like really different types of animals you know mm-hmm. the blue footed boobies like see I saw blue footed boobies but not in Galapagos yeah <laughs> if you explain blue footed boobies to people like who has absolutely no knowledge of animal they probably get like wrong ideas like, <laughs> yeah. yeah also also the um I forgot the name of those birds but like the one that's like the red it kind of puffs up like this. Oh yeah, I saw this too. Yeah, they, I don't. I don't know what those are called. Yeah, those are cool. I forgot what those are called too. Um, yeah, but the boobies were cute. I like how they like make really weird sounds, and they like. Also, I feel like they can't fly. Or at least I never saw any of them flying when I saw them. Yeah, but maybe they can fly. They have wings. No, they. I, I think they do fly. Like, okay, I mean, because like I get really close to them, and they make like really weird squawking noises, but like not actually like move away. They're probably they're very to, helpless. And they're probably trying to mate or something. Mate with me? Yeah. I mean. It's a reaction that many, like, small, like, <laughs> flying birds seem to have. At least I, get, like, I feel like I get pooped on by birds a lot. Yeah. yeah it's like what they're also, like, trying to, like, express. Yeah, it's their defense me- mechanism <laughs> at the same time. Like, Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, there's also the iguanas, like, that swims. You know? Iguanas? Iguanas are very cute. Yeah, iguanas are really cool. <laughs> and then those Galapagos tortoise, I guess. Like, I, I wish I could see those. Those sound, sound very cool. They live for a really long time, but... I don't know what else they they really do with their life besides like really walk around and eat you know they're not sitting there making like ambient music or anything like that so. <laughs> i mean do you feel like a turtle that you know, is just sitting on making ambient music it'll be cool if you give them a program or something and like some <laughs> some midi keyboard or two like i mean they're so old i feel like it's like after that much time just practicing something they'd be really good at it yeah by the end of their like lifespan yeah we get them a job or something. But I, don't, I don't think I don't think there'll be any like. What if the What if the animals in Galapagos like they secretly hold like a DIY show or something like that? Like, <laughs> I, I feel like we're in like a different universe at this point. Um, let's see. The um another question. Uh, how do you feel about three eleven? Three eleven. I mean, like, I know Arden's apparently very often talks about like the deep cuts of three eleven. He does. He wow. does, but I actually have no idea what 311 even is. Like, I know it's a band. It's a band, yeah. But, like, you know, him and, like, I think when he was on tour with Panoramic, they had a whole day where he just was, like, showing them, like, all, like, this, the really, like, far out there, like, 311 songs that no one had heard before. Mm-hmm. And, like, <laughs> now, like, every time they're together, they talk about it, and I have no idea what they're talking about. But that's that's the extent of my knowledge on that's, 311. I've never actually listened to them or I couldn't identify a song by them. Okay, but. yeah. It's, this this has been like an ongoing topic on our podcast about like, you know, how, how everybody feels about them. Really? Band. I wonder if this is what started like who started it? I think the um I don't I don't necessarily think 311's like a very memed out band or anything like that. I just think like like them in general is like the most unique like <laughs> genre ever like I mean it's like a reggae metal funk hip hop like I don't know what you call it, but I I personally like them too. But like I don't know, I've always wanted to hear like kind of other people's opinions. Really, I really wish I could like get Arden Arden's opinion here right now because he has a lot to say about Three Eleven. Wow, yeah, a lot to say. 
Yeah, usually, usually when it comes to this 311 question, people just kind of say they like amber, you know. <laughs> it's that. It's, it's a good answer. Yeah, it's, it's that more kind of known mellow K-Rock anthem. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but that's really interesting though, not to speak to your friend Arden about it. <laughs> Or when he watches this podcast, he could leave like his thoughts and comments below or something. Oh, he'll give you a, he'll give you multiple paragraphs, like maybe an essay. <laughs> he like he like really like has all the deep cuts. Because people think of three eleven as like a one hit wonder, but like oh my God. he like he like knows like the kind of like more obscure three eleven tracks. It's it's incredible. Like I mean, they're they're a pretty big band by now, but like they even have like their own day, a three eleven day. Really? Is it on March eleventh? Yeah. That's wonderful. It's on March 11th, and they put on, like, a huge performance. <laughs> they play all their deep cuts and the hits, and it's terrifying and beautiful at the same time. You know they have their own cruise? Really? Yeah. Well, maybe Arden could go to that, the 311 cruise. I'll definitely let him know. Maybe I'll, like, surprise him with, like, a like birthday ticket or something. Yeah, they have their own. I did... I don't know what it is. I, I had one day, like, where I was just doing a lot of research on 311, and they... <laughs> They even have their like own vape. They have their own vape, like vape pen, like it's like a. That's very intense stuff. This kind of sounds like almost like insane clown posse, like level of just it, it, it gets weird merchandising. Yeah, they they even have their own IPA, three eleven really brewed their own IPA. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. Yeah, it's like IPAs and vapes and cruises. It's like. <laughs> Like a cruise alone is already intense. I know. I've been, like also. I've also <laughs> that they like probably have the IPA on the cruise. So you could like be drinking like three eleven IPA on the three eleven cruise ship on three eleven the holiday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that'd be like a really intense like I don't know the span of like days of three eleven. Like I wonder like if if anybody's gonna like end up getting a tattoo or maybe they have like a tattoo parlor like on the ship and you get to get your three eleven tattoo. Very true. Yeah. My birthday is only like. 12 days after 311 so it's like if anyone like wanted to like give me like a birthday present on 311 day it's like i don't know one of those things would be cool one of those things would the be cool tattoo the cruise and ipa yeah the ipa that's kind of a shitty present <laughs> yeah i um this this next one is like something that i recently thought of i, I kind of think it's weird but i just think getting an answer would be like really interesting um uh would you have um would you rather have uh, shit that tastes like curry or curry that tastes like shit? Um, oh, jeez. I guess, I mean, would I have to eat my shit? Like, I, I think that's what, that's the point is like, you know, would you rather have that, like, you know, shit that tastes like curry or curry that tastes like shit? I don't know. I like curry. I had curry for lunch today. Um, that's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, now you have so to kind of decide. Like, I guess I just rather not eat my own shit under okay. any circumstances. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I guess as long as, but if it does taste like shit, you still want to eat it though. I think I'm just kind of getting into like a more deeper side of things, like you know, just to see, like if you're at, if you're like really willing to go with that commitment. I mean, <laughs> I, I like I really don't know. Yeah. No. But, but hey, like you're you're still willing to eat the curry, so that's that's already something. <laughs> but uh but yeah i say like we will conclude with large k here but the video portion is going to be over but for the audio portion we were thinking we should play a talk tired track and would you like to pick one off of the internet album um sure um i like the 
Internet animal celebrity vine. It's like, that was cute. Okay. Internet animal <laughs> celebrity. Is that, is that sort of, um, like, because I did listen to the song, too. It's a really cool song, but, like, yeah. when you talk about the track, does it kind of, like, revolve around, like, the, um, how we put, like, animals on a pedestal when it comes, to, when it comes to, like, blogosphere and, like, I mean, memes and stuff like that? Just like how we talk about cats and dogs, like, I feel like. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I used to follow this one, like, blog called Stuff on My Rabbit. Yeah. And it was, like, this person had a rabbit named Vinny. And it was, like, on Tumblr. And, like, every day they just upload, like, a different picture of, like, uh, like, picture of, like, Vinny the rabbit with, like, a different object on his head. He's got, like, hundreds <laughs> of thousands of reblogs and stuff. And they're really cute pictures. It was a really cute rabbit. Yeah. But then Vinny died. And so I've written, like, a few songs for him. Like, I wrote one when I was, like, in my old band in high school. Oh, wow. Um, and then this was kind of also just wishing I had that kind of internet cloud. Yeah. Um, but it's really cute. Yeah, it's too um, bad. Rabbits don't like live that long, huh? No, Vinny, Vinny was good. This is a good memorial page, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, too bad Vinny's dead though. I feel like those animals, like who happens to like be like, it sucks because like especially like cats and dogs, like they happen to be like you know a companion or best friends to humans but they don't live that long at the end of the day like, that's true that's yeah. true and it's like even like i don't know i feel like just you know people like you know pictures more than human pictures on the internet and stuff they're more important you know? when i was in high school i also had like for the i guess like my ex like partner and stuff i had a my own blog which is called stuff on like my girlfriend's head mm-hmm. and like just put things on her head and take pictures of it. And I was like kind of a, also another memorial to Benny the Rabbit. Yeah. And like, and also obviously I was like very like consensual. Like she was always okay with me taking pictures of her with things on her head yeah. and like uploading them to the internet. But that was like fun. Yeah. But never like quite the same like gravity. But now the blog is also called stuff on my ex-girlfriend's head. Okay. True. Well shout out to Benny then. I actually, but how do you p- put stuff on Rabbit's head? Like. I mean, he's just a very well-mannered rabbit. Like, he doesn't move very much. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming very well-trained. I mean, he got, like, cheats. Okay. So it's not like you grab, like, a super glue and, like, put, like, an object Oh, no. That'd be, that'd be real good. That'd be an abuse, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. But I just want to say thanks for being a part of this, like, uh-huh. you know, part of this ride. And, like, you know, I'm definitely, like, excited for you in the future. And, like, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, with this project yay and so on so thanks a lot oh thank you yeah. <laughs> that'll be it yay yay hold on
wish I was an internet animal celebrity. Talk Tired Thanatoid. If you enjoy their music, then check out their social media. I included the links in the description box below. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Large K Podcast, don't forget to follow and subscribe to my channel. My name is Kazu, and I'll see you again soon. Peace. Uh-huh.